0: Hello there, welcome to Showhoppers. Today we'll be discussing The Leftovers, Season 1, Episode 4, BJ and the AC. I'm Mr. Sal. I'm Kurt. And welcome, Kurt, how you been? I'm doing pretty good, pretty good, especially getting back
1: to form with The Leftovers. we gone from the transition. Good transition oh, yeah, Matt, yeah. No, 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 to bottle episode,
0: no bottle episode this week, so we, we, we get the full ensemble. And that was good for you?
1: Yeah, 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 I like seeing them again uh though episode not the best episode, not the best one
0: <laughs> okay so so your initial reaction this is not the best episode um i I tend to agree I think that this episode and the next one tend to be the low points of the entire series um although still i I still love them like don't get me wrong there there's like i like i said i will I will ride or die with any episode of The Leftovers over just about anything else. Uh, but I totally agree that this episode is, is one of the low points of the series. So what um, anything particular that you didn't like about it? Uh,
1: there wasn't much. So I know you like character-driven stuff. I mm-hmm. There wasn't much event moving. So I, really, I was really excited by the Wayne storyline. I told you all on how much I liked it, and you told me, yeah, you know, I don't, you're not a big yeah, fan no. of it. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm starting to come towards your camp in terms of this episode. I really didn't care for the Wayne storyline as much as I used to. Oh, uh,
0: I'm glad to hear you say that.
1: <laughs> I've swapped over to the dark side. Yeah. Uh, didn't care as much for the Jill. There's some good things about Jill's storyline. Some things I didn't yeah. care for, and yeah. I about only liked Kevin's storyline. I, I think all throughout I liked uh Kevin's stuff throughout this episode but that's about it
0: yeah i think you're gonna find that the quality of the episode is inversely proportional to the time that tommy gets on screen
1: (laughs) (laughs) wow so you love Nora and you hate tom
0: the thing is i don't hate tom i i i don't like his story i don't i think he's fine i think he's i think the actor is fine chris zelka i think the character even is fine i just not I'm not into the Holy Wayne stuff at all or the Christine stuff. Um, uh, Tommy's story in season two is an improvement over season one. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tom usually for <laughs> the poor guy, <laughs> just his stories kind of pull down the episodes. I
1: think <laughs> I, I agree with you, especially in this case uh, yeah. before anything, I was excited to see what would happen
0: next. But now, I mean, I don't care what
1: happens next. With him. Yeah,
0: I will tell you there is some some very interesting stuff that happens with Holy Wayne, uh, throughout the series. So it's not a complete loss. But uh, let's let's uh, dive into this here. Um, first of all, any idea what this title means, BJ? and BAC. No clue. No. I was, clue. I was
1: I was excited excited to see what you would tell me. I I cannot at all think well, about. Well, I think
0: it. I told you last week that it's not a t- not a title that I love, but it's certainly better than Penguin One Us Zero.
1: Yeah, I remember you saying this.
0: Yeah, so I I, I will I, I'll get into what I think that title means uh, later on. Uh, please don't let me forget to come back to that. In fact, mm-hmm. I'll make a note to myself to come back to that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so what did you think? Of this? We start with with this melting plastic, and, and what was your gut reaction to seeing this melting plas- plastic? Did you find that scene cool or creepy? Did you know what they were making, or what do you think?
1: No, I had no clue what was going on. I mean, I was just looking at it, wondering, well... I I, I, I always imagining some sort of cold opening. Like, I didn't think it would be related in any way. Maybe I thought it was a GR in some way, just because they do weird stuff, but... They sure do. <laughs> yeah, they definitely do, especially after this episode, but...
0: So, having seen the episode, did do you like that intro? Is yeah. it cool, or is oh, it yeah.
1: creepy? No, I like,
0: I like a good cold opening that's,
1: like, kind of... Because it, it the baby's a big theme throughout this entire episode. Yes. And yeah, just tied in the baby uh, from its creation to the shelf to it getting picked up and put on the um, becoming baby Jesus and whatever and being put on the display.
0: That's right. Yes, uh, which was I mean, it's it's really I mean, it's not a character in the episode, but it is a central figure in the episode and kind of the focal point of the episode around which everything else revolves. So it's it was interesting to see its origin story, I guess. Yeah. Now, what did you think about uh, uh, this is kind of a little off topic here, but what did you think about the fact that the baby was white and they made a point to let us know that it was the white one?
1: Yeah. When the mayor was calling, I mean,
0: because we don't know, actually, that that this company makes multiple races. They only ever show us the the white. white Right. And they don't show it on the on the shelf except for this specific one. Uh, But the mayor, uh, when she sends Kevin to pick up a new one, says, make sure it's the white one right? she uh, The person, whoever yeah. she saw on the phone says, it's the white one. So, wh- I mean, what do you th- what do you think about that?
1: Oh, I just thought it's because she wanted, because she got the exact name or model number, I forgot. She got like the exact, I don't know if it was the name or model number of what she wrote down of the baby. Mm-hmm. But, you've got the exact stuff on the baby. I thought she just wanted the exact same one that was already there, so that way people wouldn't know it was a different yeah. baby. That's all I mean, I, I
0: guess, from it. I guess oh, I'm, I'm getting, what I'm getting more at is the concept of white people thinking that jesus was white
1: yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> that could be it I, I guess i guess that's a bigger question yeah why well, was the first baby white and yeah i yeah i, I don't know why the first baby's white i mean if, uh, they purposely picked it out because we didn't see the oh yeah store and buying it so
0: yeah if there are multiple options i mean the, the that's whole the whole story of the nativity takes place in israel i mean yeah. I, it's
1: Probably not for any white. Well, oh, I don't know how many no. people are in Israel, but I mean, ten. If you're, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> definitely so, not going to be that pale. Granted, he is a baby though, so he doesn't have time. No, to, okay, you know. fair
0: enough, fair enough. But, so. um, but yeah. So I, 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 just thought that was interesting that attention was specifically called to that, and I do think that there's something of a commentary there that Damon Lindelof is making, uh, when he's when he puts that in because first of all everything that he does is with intention uh oh, there yes of course really isn't anything wasted um but second of all knowing where he went next in his career to make watchmen i think damon little is someone who's very interested in race and and uh social constructs that we have so uh that's that's something we can maybe maybe someday we'll cover watchmen who knows uh,
1: possible i mean yeah you talked about that during lost how diverse the cast is especially for oh, yeah. its time 2004 yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I can agree with you there.
0: And what's interesting is The Leftovers up to this point is not incredibly diverse. Like, at that's all, true, right?
1: that's true, but... Yeah, yeah.
0: It, it will become more diverse. There, there are some characters introduced in Season 2 uh, that add some diversity, um, and they're amazing, wonderful <laughs> characters. So uh, it, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see that develop, but it's just something I wanted to call your attention to right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what did you think when you first saw the the baby was missing. Uh, I, this, by the way, it's not, a, we should be clear. It's not a real baby. It's a doll. Yeah. yeah it was <laughs> a baby
1: doll that was missing.
0: Were you thinking it was stolen? Were you thinking it was departed? What, what were you thinking? I,
1: I, I, just presumed that some, the G, so I, I always think the GR is behind everything now. I just assume anything goes wrong. The GR has done it. So I just presumed the GR took it and That's my great. thought was Kevin's going to probably try to have to find this baby or something. Or That's very fair. Aside. <laughs> just because it's just a GR thing to do.
0: <laughs> that, is, that is a very fair conclusion to jump to, I, I feel. Uh, now, do, do you think that... Do, I mean, you, I'm sure you picked up on the idea that it was presented to look as though it's a departure, though, right?
1: Yes. yes.
0: Like, what what yes. makes it so uh, striking to everyone is not so much that it's gone or that it got stolen, but that it's... They've just experienced all this vanishing, and and now this has vanished, and so it, it seems like it was stolen intentionally to make it seem like a departure.
1: Hmm. So what? What of the? I don't know the departures. Do the clothing go with the people?
0: Well, I mean, only we only know what we saw in that very first scene of episode one. Yeah. Do the uh, do the babies like cloth? leave when yeah it was I gone. Did? Oh, okay okay,
1: yep. right, fair enough okay yeah I'd yep. say it's uh that's it not cohesive but <laughs> keeps in line with how it goes the cloth one way with the baby okay yep yeah <laughs> i didn't think of it that way though no i didn't think of it as a departure oh uh, you did no i did not i just thought oh, someone just some hoodlums took a baby
0: okay <laughs> uh, the gr being the
1: hoodlums yeah the gr being the hoodlums of course <laughs> i they they are the bane of the existence i am staunchly anti-gr in terms, of, if ah. I live in this town, I'd be like, "Screw the GR."
0: Now, were you feeling that coming into this episode, or did this episode kind of put you over the ed- over the edge with that?
1: I mean, as as I look at, I don't actually hate the GR when I watch them. Uh, if I think they're pretty funny, <laughs> just yeah. the stuff they do. Okay. Uh, It'd
0: be interested to see next week if you still think
1: they're funny. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I was amazed by what they did this episode. I was like, what? It... We'll get to that later. But yes, we would.
0: So the next, speaking of the GR, yeah. the next scene is Kevin interviewing Patty. Um, Patty is the name of the, the leader mm-hmm. of, of the GR, at least locally, because we find out in this episode that the GR is not just local, but let's say yes. that. One. at least uh, national, maybe that's international. Right. That's right. So uh, we'll, we'll come back to that when we get there. But for now, locally, Patty is the leader of the GR, and Kevin has her in his office I, I say interviewing her, but there's not there's no back and forth here. Patty's <laughs> not giving him much of anything except for one thing that we'll get into in a minute. But um, but Kevin is is really kind of antagonistic. One one of my favorite lines, I, th- I think one of the funniest lines in the series is, "Can I get you anything to drink? Coffee, tea, drain drain opener." <laughs> 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 Drain or drainer? I think you may have actually used the product name, but it's it's really funny. Um, so in this scene, the, the the thing that struck me the most was when Kevin says something about you know these people just want to have you know want to relax and have a good time with their families, and she writes down there is no family. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then immediately pulls a picture off of his bulletin board and sets on his desk, and we don't know what it is right away, although we probably can assume. And it turns out that yes, in fact, it is a picture of Kevin's wife, Lori.
1: The mind games are intense in this ep- or this TV yeah. series. Kevin Kevin's not very good at them, you know. I forgot one before, but I remember commenting on this before. Oh yeah, the the dog guy, the mysterious man, was living rent free in his head. Don't know where he is. I'm sad he didn't <laughs> make another appearance. I was waiting for him this whole episode, but he lives rent free. So is so is Patty. Patty got in there and got in there good, nestled in. Oh,
0: boy, is that <laughs> he that was, was loving thought. it.
1: But Kevin thinks that he got
0: hurt. Oh yeah, yeah. They
1: were ready right. right? yet yeah, it's all it's, he purposely knew that she would come and, or she she was trying he was trying to antagonize Patty so she would come so that they can arrest the gr for going on to school property.
0: That's right. Now he mentions that this is the Briar Patch. Uh, I don't know con or whatever. Have you heard of the Briar Patch before? No, I don't know what that is. Okay, so let me let me explain it a little bit. Um, this it's the story of Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Wolf, and Br'er Fox, and Br'er Bear? Maybe it's just Br'er Fox and Br'er Bear. Anyway, uh, Br'er Bear is very difficult to say, by the way. Try saying that. Br'er but Bear.
1: It's br'er tough. Bear, right? br'er, br'er, br'er Br'er Yeah, it's tough.
0: Uh, <laughs> at any rate, uh, the idea is that Br'er Fox and Br'er, br'er, br'er Bear uh, are trying to catch Br'er Rabbit so mm-hmm. that they can eat him, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Br'er Rabbit, tries to out out fox them but i don't want to say out fox because we're talking about bear fox uh outsmart them uh by saying whatever you do just please don't throw me in the briar patch any place but the briar patch and so the of course brer bear and brer fox say well guess what we're gonna do we're gonna throw them in the briar patch Uh, and they do and it turns out that the briar patch is actually where brer rabbit lives (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> so the idea is you trick somebody into uh doing something by telling them that you don't want them to do it mm-hmm. yeah like, yeah Reverse we use psychology this, yeah we use yeah. this with my four-year-old all the time
1: it's pretty effective no? <laughs> <laughs> it is
0: <laughs> it is but not so effective in kevin's case yeah uh, so Ke- kevin Basically, thinks he has antagonized her and prompted her to come to this whatever dance this is at the, the new was it the school library.
1: Yeah, some celebration
0: library thing. Yeah. So uh, he thinks that he has antagonized her and and kind of coaxed her into coming to this dance, so that when they set foot on school property, he can arrest them. Um, and that his his plan uh, kind of kind of works, but not Close as he anticipates. So. Anything else you want to talk about in this scene?
1: No, nothing, nothing particular.
0: Okay. So we know that Tommy is no longer reachable, and t- mm-hmm. Kevin does try to call Tommy, but we saw last episode, or, or I'm sorry, the episode before episode two, we saw Wayne destroy Tommy's phone mm-hmm. um, and give him a new phone. Yeah. Right. Uh, so we know Tommy's no longer reachable, and now Kevin knows this too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So.
1: Uh, so yeah, it's been what six weeks since that holy says so, we <laughs> know the time span now since that last episode, and this one, another six weeks, and also we know it's about Christmas time at the holidays, yeah,
0: correct? Yeah. And Tommy is, is, even though not reachable to Kevin, is certainly reachable to us. Uh, and they're in what I, I I'm assuming this is some sort of uh, I don't know if it's a homeless shelter or a soup kitchen or something.
1: Yeah, I don't know where I, they were. That's what I was going to ask you, like, where, where yeah. are
0: they? It's some some kind of refuge I, i'm not sure what it what exactly it is but it does seem like uh it, it's people who don't really have any place to go uh kind of congregating there eating a meal maybe sleeping uh because we know that this guy who comes out <laughs> full frontal nudity um, this guy that comes out uh it, had a conversation with christine the night before but he says he comes out from wherever he was and starts yelling at Christine why were you in my dream yeah. why were you in my dream and it says you walk over the dead they're all in white i know what's inside you
1: mm-hmm.
0: right yeah now so <laughs> you see this guy coming out and what are you thinking at that point i, I wasn't even listening to what he's saying i was like what the <laughs> going
1: <on> with this? <laughs> I, like like i i guess it's creative liberty but i still they <laughs> did that i was like uh, like because what got me most about it is no one commented that he was naked. Not one person. Like, even when they were done and they left, no one in the room cared. No one cared that he was naked. And yeah. I was like, why does no one care? And no, one, no one is judging him at all. Like, does he just do it normally so people are just used to it? Have you ever seen Survivor Season 1? Uh, No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Well, there's one guy uh, who gets... Uh, I won't say what happens to him in Survivor, but he plays the game Survivor. gets far enough. And what he starts doing is he just... uh. So he likes being naked so because they're all stuck on the island together he just walks around naked <laughs> just, oh. people are just used to it because he just does it and i'm like what why <laughs> what they' no. so just walks around naked that, that, that's what made me think of like i, I don't know just
0: so I uh, two two th- two things about this uh the nudity specifically mm-hmm. um thing one is Damon Lindelof is pretty careful about balancing male and female nudity Uh, he, he finds that he, he believes that it's very important that if he's going to show a woman naked, he needs to show a man naked as well. Okay. Okay. So, so he's, he's kind of all about that. So, I mean, over the course of the season, you know, we're going to see naked women. We're going to see naked men. It's just the way, the way that it is. He doesn't want the nudity to be one-sided and sexist. So Uh that's thing one. Uh Okay. Um, Thing two is, I think, I think there is a utility to him coming out naked and that is we need to know that there's something wrong with this guy he he is he is there's something that is not wired the same as everybody else in this place wherever they are Uh, so we need to know that so that we start to question what he's saying and is there any validity to this so he says to christine you were in my dream last night why are you in my dream uh, you walk over the dead, they're all in white. And so when we hear that, we connect it with this guy who's crazy enough to walk out with no pants or underwear or anything on, right? Uh, but then later in the episode, we see pretty much everything that he says actually yeah. happens. Yeah, so, happen. so we have to start questioning, it was what he was saying reliable? Uh, we have to question whether our judgment is reliable because we dismissed what he was saying because he was obviously a raving lunatic Yeah. Uh, so it, it makes us question everything. And, and I think that's the utility of him being naked there. What do you think of that?
1: I, I think it, listen, I'm fully okay with him being naked in that scene. Just, I wish someone else would react to the fact that he was naked. <laughs> Just that's what gets me most. No one else reacts. Like if, if, if like, like, yeah, Tom kind of fights him and stuff. But he never once comments on him being naked. No one ever like gives a really like glance like just that that's what I me the most. But in terms of like the content he says, I, I did like pick up on it and I was like, Okay, is this like is this foreshadowing? Like what is, what is going on here? And yeah, it was eventually Yeah came to life.
0: Yep. Now I mean, it is important you mentioned that Tommy attacks him uh, or actually yeah. I shouldn't say Tommy attacks him he was going after Christine.
1: Yeah and then he with him
0: no pants him. on. So oh. I I think Tommy was fully warranted in attacking this guy. Right? Yeah yeah I mean well, I think You you agree with that?
1: Yeah I think pants are no pants he was <laughs> attacking Absolutely the pants,
0: yeah. but the fact that he has no pants does <laughs> add a layer of That's true yeah. dread to the situation I it think. Does. I agree yeah um, that's true. Yeah, so uh, the, Tommy attacks him and kind of busts up his hand uh, hmm. in the process, which is going to come into play later. All right. Anything else you want to say about this scene with, with Tommy and Christine? I uh, don't think particularly. Uh,
1: this this is where um Christine's belly gets a little bruised, right?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, because that, okay, that comes in. Now. Okay. That's going to come up later. Yep. Okay, so the next scene we have is Kevin and and Jill and Amy are going to decorate the Garvey family Christmas tree,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Amy is eating a sandwich. She just seems to be living
1: exactly. Where's
0: her? I've never seen.
1: Her. She just lives with them. Look, like, what about her parents? She just lives here.
0: I, I mean, I guess we don't know what her home life is like, but it's very obviously cool. it doesn't seem to be very good. If she's with at the Garveys all the time i mean she's practically jill's sister here right Uh, and she's eating the sandwich and kevin later says did you enjoy my sandwich right uh so um, i don't know if he had made that and she stole it or like that's what it sounds like yeah or if he just is calling it his sandwich because she keeps mooching off their food (laughs) i think of it that way yeah yeah which is possible as well but at any rate um they they have this discussion about the missing baby jesus right
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Kevin immediately accuses Jill of having stolen the baby Jesus. I yeah. mean, immediately, yeah. she, Jill's just talking about it, and Kevin's just out and out says, "Did you steal it, Jill?" Jill says, "No, that's sick." <laughs> so <laughs> we we don't know at this point. Did we know? No, no we, we don't. We, we don't, don't know. know at this point I thought Jill- Kevin was
1: wrong too. I was like, NASA GR dude. Come on, Kevin. <laughs> There's a reason he's chief of police, clearly.
0: So you were siding with Jill immediately. Well, yeah, just because I suspected the GR. Yeah, I was like, Not Kevin, But I, I think that this is interesting because it really shows you Kevin is pretty good at his job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he knows he the does. town pretty well. Yeah, I mean, he knows what he's doing. I mean, he thought, he pinpointed the thief immediately.
1: <laughs> I guess it's easier when it's your own daughter,
0: but yeah. I suppose is it easier or is it harder when it's when it's your own daughter? Because I, a lot of parents have kind of a blind eye when it comes to their children breaking the law or misbehaving.
1: That's true. That's true. I guess I guess it depends how you are, like your relationship with your kid. They have a pretty like laxational. you know, not very as strict as some other parents, I guess.
0: Yeah, I suppose you're right. Uh, but he he nailed it. Mm-hmm. really and oh, then yeah. of course jill on top of being a thief is now a liar because she <laughs> she lies and says yeah no i didn't steal it that would be sick but the so, baby
1: is sacred according to jill I don't if that's it.
0: right she does say the baby sacred and and we do see that in her later that the, there mm-hmm. is something about the baby that she does deem as sacred uh but it's, it's not enough to to leave it alone so she did she did steal it.
1: That that was a weird statement to me. Like, it stuck out to me when she said the baby's sacred because the, for the cold opening, you spend like a minute watching this thing be mass produced like a bunch of other babies. So I was like, is it really that sacred? Though, Like, I, I was on pro, just buy a new baby. Who cares? Right, right. Uh, so, I mean, really is it that
0: sacred? It's a great question. And in fact, in the very next scene, uh, we, this is where we get Mayor Lucy on the phone. Uh, just getting the specifications of the baby so that she can send yeah. Kevin to buy a new one. I
1: I don't know why this has gone so high up to the mayoral ladder. That the chief of police and the mayor have to deal with this baby <laughs> that has gone missing. Like, I feel I feel like this would not have gone as high on the totem pole as it has. Well,
0: of, two two reasons I think. First of all, this this is a small town. I I I mean I the impression I have is that it's a small town. Mm-hmm. Um, agree. Okay. The, this, but the other thing is, and I think Lucy says this, and I think it's important for us to remember, uh, she says to Kevin, you need a win. Mm-hmm, but I mm-hmm. think she needs a win as much as he does, but he definitely does need a win. And his pride is absolutely in the way of this. He does not want to go buy this baby.
1: Yeah, yeah, he walked over and still just didn't want, he wanted to find the thief.
0: Yeah, he and he's in the store. He's got mm-hmm. the baby right there in front of him won't buy it because he thinks he's good he's good he needs to find it for his pride i i assume he has to be the one to find this
1: oh yeah poor poor kevin's uh just his mental health with the mystery man i
0: you're worried about oh
1: no i just just people still question it and the mystery man hasn't shown up again i I, that that kind of upset me that he didn't show up this episode. I don't know how long it's been since Kevin last saw him because it's been six weeks. And well, this uh, is
0: episode four. Uh, last week was just Matt's episode. That's true, uh, that's true. He wasn't in that one, obviously. But it's been it's uh, we don't know how long Kevin has uh, it's been since Kevin has seen him. But
1: well, we can. Has it we'll, been six weeks? Because cause last episode because that's that's how long it's been since Tom hasn't gotten the call back from Holy Wayne, and when that was happening is when Kevin last saw him.
0: Right. Yes. Uh, well, we don't know that, though. we That's the last time we saw he and Kevin together.
1: Oh, oh yeah, and, you're right. It could be like, you could have yep. seen each other in between true. Yeah. Right. or centric viewpoint. The, the universe circles around what I see. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, right. People <laughs> do, do things. I remember as a kid, I was amazed that, like, when I was, like, four or something, I was amazed that other people did things when I wasn't around. I was like, well, <laughs> like, like, my dad goes to work. <laughs> Like, like, has, like they have this whole like like when i go to school they're not just waiting for me at home they they live lives yeah i know i was like amazed by this Like what? Yep.
0: i was always uh just shocked to see my teachers in grocery stores oh my god <laughs> <See them laughs> cool yeah that shocked me but let's get back to the leftovers yes, yes. So, <laughs> so uh kevin driving back from the store where he was supposed to pick up the new baby and didn't uh, just absolutely curses out the baby Jesus. I mean, in, in some of the worst possible ways, <laughs> he just blasts the baby Jesus. And as soon as he does, his car fails.
1: Yeah, big time, too. I don't even know what happened to it. Like, just shut off.
0: The brakes stop working. And then once he finally does get the car to stop, by pulling the emergency brake, mm-hmm. he can't get the car started again. Uh, so we... We know what this looks like to Kevin, right? To Kevin, he just cursed out the baby Jesus and then suddenly his car fails. Do we want to take that as a... I don't want to say miracle because it would be kind of the opposite, but as divine intervention or do we want to take that as coincidence?
1: Uh, Were there any birds around? (laughs) (laughs) No. I... I mean, I I think that's the whole point right? The yes. show trying to ride the line. I I have no clue. Are
0: do I you feel no... like this leans one way or the other or do you th- are you comfortable is this is this a believable enough that it could be a coincidence but also believable enough that it could be divine intervention?
1: I don't know cards very well. So I have no clue the believability of situation. the situation. Yeah. Like, I, it doesn't look, like what, I don't know what happened to so the brakes stopped working, and it looks yep. like his engine shut off, along yep. with, like he couldn't start his car again, so I don't, I don't know what that's a prognosis of, I don't know what happened to his car at all, so, well, uh, I, I probably lead in the coincidence camp, yep. but,
0: I, yeah, no, no clue, <laughs> okay that's fine and one of the things i love about the show is that there is always that ambiguity but we know what it feels like and what it looks like to kevin they so definitely. it doesn't matter what we're thinking so much as what he's thinking and and that that's one of the things that i love about this because he he's going to outwardly deny that this was divine intervention of course uh-huh. yeah but you can tell that he thinks well, what if it wasn't what if it was divine intervention So I love that. Uh, So the next scene that we get is Christine and Tommy waiting in whatever clinic they're in the hospital, whatever it is uh, for Christine to be checked out because she did take some hits from naked man. And that this, this is a, to me, one of the most uncomfortable scenes in the whole episode because Tommy just like, lights into her accusing her of giving away that she's she's pregnant with wayne's baby uh Mm -hmm. and did you tell him and basically telling her that it's her fault that this guy came after him or this guy came after her uh do you first of all do you think that it was christine's fault that she got attacked
1: uh it doesn't look like it based on because when when the guy came after her he commented on his dreams to why he attacked her and while maybe she said something that influenced his dreams to be that way, I don't think it's really her fault like she couldn't have predicted that in any way also I think they're um like fighting during the lobby area yeah helps i I don't know if that um led or further led to the them thinking he was like an abusive figure towards her when the doctor like oh the
0: yeah, absolutely, it does. This is this whole this whole scene is not a good look for Tommy. Definitely, they're, they're arguing in the lobby. He's got blood on his hands. He's bringing in a girl who's who's got bruises on her pregnant belly. Uh, you know, she's he he's denying that he is the father or even a boyfriend, just a friend, uh, and just saying all the wrong things and yeah. behaving in all the wrong ways. Uh, But I do think that there's some karmic element to this, because uh, when you start falling into the practice of victim blaming, uh, I think you probably deserve a lot of what you get (laughs) after that. (laughs) Uh, And so if he's going to blame Christine for this guy attacking her, uh, he kind of deserves to kind of be raked over the coals a little bit. Uh, And he certainly is raked over the coals to the point that he is afraid that they're they're going to arrest him for domestic violence and he just books Bucks it out it.
1: oh yeah
0: <laughs> he he's gone he leaves christine behind i, I know mean, i was it, i
1: thought he just i thought he was gonna take that bus i was like oh he just outing no nope.
0: yeah no he he leaves he leaves her behind like we don't know what's gonna happen at this point we just know that he took off she's still there uh and he seemingly can't really go back for her which is Uh, Kind of scary to think about for from Christine's perspective because I I think Tommy has the money too. Oh yeah. At any rate, that's that's all we get of Tommy and Christine at this point. anything else you want to add there?
1: No, nothing.
0: No. All right. Then the next scene that we get is these uh, the worst teenagers in America uh, at this bonfire. Oh.
1: Wait, Wait, no, no, no. Before we get to the bonfire, though, we we see um Kevin stop the twins
0: oh i forgot about that you're right yes yes kevin stops the twins
1: <laughs> he stops the twins
0: oh uh, that is and that is really a great scene
1: yeah, I, I thought you were disliking this. scene. I'm like, I loved that scene. That was a great oh, scene. Oh, no. I thought, I'm like, how are you hating on these twins? I, the twins have grown on me. I like the,
0: the twins. The twi- I, I do like the twins. They are not the worst teenagers in America. They,
1: they
0: are good. I like the twins. I do like these twins. He's like, if I find out you're lying to me, you're of getting high in college or, or, or done. They're like, we don't we don't get high. <laughs> when the first, the first thing we hear them say is, hey, you guys want to go get high? <laughs> Back in episode one, that's the first thing they say to Jill and Amy. You guys want to go get high? <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. I love how he just ran them off the road and then just in terror, He pressed them. Yep. Uh, yep. But no, there's not. There's not too much to read into that. I mean, Kevin just knows, and they help Amy that her dad knows. Or not oh Amy,
0: yeah, Jill. Yes, exactly. Uh, but I think this is just further reinforcement that Kevin actually does think that Jill took the baby. Yeah. Yeah. So. So now do we get to the worst teenagers yeah, in America? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: then then we Do you
0: agree that they're the worst teenagers in America?
1: I mean, I haven't seen them kill anyone or anything so I won't call them the worst teenagers in America, but right, definitely enough. definitely definitely people I wouldn't want to hang out with.
0: Yeah, these are not people I want in my class for sure. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely know. These these people are awful. So, uh they they're they're having this bonfire and they're like just like the one the one kid, I can't remember his name, but it's the one who got choked in the first episode by Jill, but the, he, he like, <laughs> exposes himself and rests himself on the doll that, that they have here that yeah. they're celebrating. I don't know if they're celebrating, but they're, like, just...
1: Victory, yeah. It's, you, it's roul- a- you relish your battle victories for the morale I, of the team. You know what I mean? You've won I, the w- battle. Maybe you've won the war, but you celebrate while well you can
0: yeah well at any rate this kid celebrates by resting his johnson on a on a on a roman
1: helmet he called it roman helmet
0: unbelievable so uh, and then after after that jill gets the idea to have this viking funeral Mm -hmm. for the baby and she says we're going to need some gasoline or lighter fluid or whatever it is that they douse the baby in and they make this little makeshift raft and push it out into this body of water and she's got this flaming nerf arrow that she's going to shoot at it and set it on fire and she just she just can't do it so let me ask you this uh does this make you this scene does it make you more or less sympathetic to jill um
1: hmm. more or less sympathetic to jill i guess if you like jill more i would have i would have disliked her more if she had destroyed the baby
0: Okay, so do you have do you have more respect for her having passed up the opportunity to set the baby on fire? Or I can't we gotta stop saying the baby, the doll.
1: <laughs> it's uh, probably better. Yeah, you probably
0: a have sounded a clip. So would do you uh, have more respect for her having passed up the opportunity to set it on fire, or less respect for her because it was her idea in the first place?
1: I give have more respect because cause, cause she had peer pressure. Talent. Sure. like people were chanting, you know, the, the feeling of the crowd, the peer pressure. I probably would have shot the baby <laughs> if I wasn't that, Like, people were shooting me on. I got this fire, like, it's already lit. Like, come on, dude. That's that's yeah, you got to do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I actually, I this is kind of a turning point in Jill's character for me. I, I think that I was really on the fence about her up to this point and seeing her drop the arrow and basically flip them all off and, and leave uh, allowed me to gain a certain level of respect for her I, and, and really see the torture that she's going through. Uh, like she's, she's a really tormented person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to see even more of that later. And just like these, this really, truly soul crushing moment um, with her mother. But the, I, 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 gained a lot of sympathy for Jill uh, seeing what she's going through with these uh, quote unquote friends that she has uh who are supposed to be her support group and just are are just the worst
1: i'm not gonna i'm not gonna uh rail her friends for like that or for downing her after not doing it because i don't know i i doubt i mean i I doubt my friends for doing stuff i mean it's back and forth I, i don't know how their friend relationship group thing works Though I
0: don't really like their friend group. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty bad.
1: But you can I, see I the a... twins'
0: reaction too, right? Yeah,
1: because... yeah. I was amazed that the I know why the twins kind of care, but I don't know why Amy cares about the doll. Like, Amy says to, when when Jill first says like Let's destroy the doll," she's like, Are you sure? Aren't we going to return to your dad?" Or maybe she says it beforehand. But he talks about not destroying the doll. Amy does not want to destroy the doll.
0: And the twins But why doesn't Amy to want to destroy the doll?
1: It hit her dad already has a lot on his plate, according to yeah. Her.
0: it's Yeah, it's not that she doesn't want to destroy the doll because she thinks it's wrong. It's because she doesn't want to, in, in any way, inconvenience or injure Kevin Garvey. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a question that I asked you after in episode two. Are Kevin and Amy sleeping together?
1: keep making me wonder this. I don't. I don't. I keep wondering that now because whenever I see them, I'm like, hmm. like especially that like sandwich scene, I was like, is anything gonna come up about this? No, I don't. I don't. I think she like looks up to him maybe because he she always hangs out at their the Garvey's house. I think Amy, you know, thinks he's a cool parent and enjoys being around him.
0: Do you think that she that she but. sees him as a substitute father because her father doesn't seem to be very present?
1: Yeah, maybe not even a father just like a friend kind of or just someone she likes to hang out with even. Might not even be like a father figure.
0: But but can it, you see why that might rub Jill the wrong way? That, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That the reason why Amy wants to save this baby is not because it's the right thing to do but because of her father. Yeah. 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 When we know, I mean at least I think I know <laughs> that Jill stole this because of her father it had oh, nothing certainly yeah yeah okay so in order to inconvenience her father and maybe get her father's attention so anyway uh something that how, that, how old is jill she can drive oh, she, right she's So she's in cool. high school uh let's see based on what we know and what i know about future timelines i would say she's probably uh, maybe a sophomore or a junior but i'd say a junior in high school i don't okay. think she's a senior because uh, maybe she is a senior. Uh, she she's probably a well. She drives, right?
1: Yeah, she. So she's that Amy who, that drove.
0: No, I'm I'm thinking. I think Jill drove. So oh, she's yeah. 16. Yeah. So I'd say she's 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Oh. So th- anything else about this scene before we move on? No. Okay. So the next scene we get is Tommy at the bus stop, and yeah. this is. The, the most interesting thing to me in this scene is that the guilty remnant shows up.
1: Yes, because it and, this shows us like it's... At first I thought he was in town with them and I was like, wait, no, he isn't. This is
0: oh, a nation somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in Texas. Yeah. Right? And, and so here's the guilty remnant in Texas. And so this is a huge, huge reveal to us that the guilty remnant is not just a local Mapleton, New York thing. It's at least a national thing.
1: At least, yeah, wow yeah
0: so totally not a cult apparently not a cult (laughs) definitely a cult so but that's that's pretty big and and i think that we need to always keep that in mind that the guilty remnant is is kind of a force it's not just this local uh paradox not paradox that
1: that, that might explain the funding better on how yes yeah that that kind of explain i I mean doesn't totally I i still don't know how they get their funding but it makes more sense maybe there's some rich person behind it all and maybe Doing something to make I makes, that could be I can see the more feasibility in how they're keeping uh, the lights on.
0: Yep, exactly. Uh, and they, they give him this pamphlet that says everything that matters about you is inside. And he opens it up and it's empty. There's nothing.
1: Why? Oh, I love the guilty
0: Oh, like they're, they're so wonderful, I think.
1: Just, uh, they get you your moment of weakness, and then yeah. they just, they just rip you apart. They don't yep. even smile, like you know, Patty did when she was getting back uh, Kevin, but for the most part, they just straight face you.
0: Yep. Uh, that's wonderful. Yep. But he, so he, he's dealing with all this. He, he's had this whole blow up with Christine. The guilty remnant is trolling him hard here at this bus stop, and he's staring at the smiley face phone and just like actually bargaining with the phone, right? He's, yeah,
1: he's going crazy. Yeah,
0: he's talking through the phone and, and basically tells the phone, "This is the last chance. I'm going to get on this bus that's coming unless you ring right now." And of course, <laughs> it does ring just in time but it's not wayne did you catch what it actually was
1: right it was a robo call for the, the people that have had like departed kind of yep like a kind of Nora service thing or whatever N-
0: uh, no spec- I, it might have been that's not what i got out of it but but now that you mention it that's a possibility what i got out of it was it was an ad for loved ones bereavement figures
1: oh yeah yeah yeah, well, yeah.
0: But whatever it is, it's enough to keep him there <laughs> with Christine, uh, and so he decides not to get on this bus.
1: And he still cites Wayne as the one causing this call. He's like,
0: oh.
1: I, I, or maybe he just Kurt just uses Wayne as I don't know. I but he does cite Wayne, kind of like ah. Oh.
0: Yep. So uh, somehow his faith in Wayne has been revived <laughs> by this phone ringing, even though it wasn't Wayne. Uh, and what do we, What do you think of that? Are Are you? are you happy that Tommy has come to this realization or are you ready to shake him and say, why didn't you get on this bus and go home?
1: I do want to see uh Tom meet up with, with the, the main cast back at home. Yeah. But so, so I'm pro Holy Wayne. I'm still pro Holy Wayne. Uh-huh. Tommy storyline. I'm not, I'm not there, but I do. I, I want to see more Holy Wayne. That guy.
0: Interesting. Okay. Man. Okay. Episode six. So- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a big yeah. episode. It all comes down to episode six. Everything is episode six. It's the so season good. finale, episode six. No, it's not the season finale. Oh,
1: wow, really? Not the season finale. It's
0: so, good. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, right, anything else about Tommy before we move on to uh, Laurie and Meg on Kevin's porch? No, no, let's get right into Meg and Laurie. This okay. is a... So so. Laurie and Meg, uh, Kevin gets home and Laurie and Meg are waiting for him on the porch, which is mm-hmm. kind of creepy thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, because it's this is his wife. And her recruit, who can still talk and is gonna do the talking for Lori mm-hmm. uh, and Meg reads this letter that Lori wrote to Kevin, and we find out some something probably pretty important, very interesting anyway, yes, that Tom is not Kevin's son after all,
1: yes, this is the like second marriage,
0: yep, well, well it's at least Lori's second. second marriage, yeah, yeah, Lori second
1: don't yep. know about kevin and so many sweet things Lori says to kevin so many sweet things and kevin i i think because kevin i i couldn't realize what it was i a daft person i couldn't see ahead but kevin i guess could and i can see why he was probably worrying about this because he didn't want he didn't care about making it finish the message he wanted to see what was in that envelope He, he wanted to see bad and i was like kevin being so rude. Laurie's trying to be nice to him. Oh, it's divorce papers. Okay. <laughs> I see. I see why he's mad. I guess this is why he's police chief and I'm not. This guy. deductive yeah. Set deductive skills of Sherlock Holmes. I'm telling you. Okay. This man sees three moves ahead. It's nice. true. So, so if
0: he sees the divorce papers, uh, do you think it's understandable why he doesn't want to hear any of the nice stuff? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So if, if I knew they were divorce papers going into it, I can, I would. I, I, I excuse his rudeness for why he wanted to see the papers because he was probably very upset. that I mean, he was upset that they were divorce papers. So. Right. No, I, I excuse his rudeness in the moment. I <laughs> was, Kevin, what are you doing? Just trying to be nice to you. uh, Kevin, of course you're right. You're always right.
0: Yep. Comes. That's right. He is always right. So there is one other piece of information in that letter that Meg was reading that I want to call your attention to because you have – postulated in the past uh not postulated because just kind of I'm wondered saying, yeah what what would drive Lori to do to join the guilty remnant right uh and it she says here and i think this is so important that she says i think i'm supposed to stay broken
1: mm-hmm. uh
0: and i think i've brought up before the fact that Lori may not feel like she deserves to be in this happy family like she may f- it, I've called the attention to the fact that this is called the guilty remnant, not the, mm-hmm. I didn't do anything wrong. remnant.
1: Innocent, happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's not my fault. remnant. It's not that there's a, there's a certain level of guilt that all of them feel. And it sounds to me like by saying, I think I'm supposed to stay broken. We're being uh, introduced to that deep seated guilt that she has.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, but they are divorce papers in the envelope, uh, and we do find out also that Lori has only been away for six months.
1: Yes, that, that that shocked me when he said it's been six months. Well, it's six. He said it's been six months since you last spoke to him. That's what was. I was like. Maybe she's been there a little longer, and then the last okay. time you spoke, six months. But yeah, six. Uh, yeah, basically, six months. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm yep. Not going to get too into the weeds. And we started watching. Like we we were watching. Uh, when did episode what one start computer now? Yeah, like two months ago. And I, well, so we don't see him abusing his drugs as much lately, so maybe now he's coped with it more he's gotten more used to it because we saw him driving drunk drinking... I mean, I don't know if those were prescribed pills or not prescribed, yeah. but he's popping pills. Definitely driving drunk and drinking more than he should have.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I didn't see him doing that at all this episode. Pretty straight guy for this episode, so... Maybe it does seem to be kind of getting over it makes yeah. more sense why he was doing because It was more recent.
0: I right. Upset. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, Jill walks in. Yeah. It breaks this, my heart. This, this oh, is, oh, it's so awful.
1: touching. I was like, Oh,
0: let me, let me ask you if you felt this way. Cause my, my initial re- reaction when I saw Jill walk in was, I really hope she doesn't think that this is Kevin's fault.
1: I just thought it was super awkward. I didn't think she would blame Kevin. I just thought it was going to be like really awkward. Or like she was just going to start trying to talk to Lori or something. But no, she didn't. She just went, got her gift, gave it to Lori. Or was like, this is for you. And then it leaves and it's like oh, uh, so
0: heartbreaking. Oh, so well. sad. Yeah. So simple too. It's just like, this is for you. And to think if she had lit that thing on fire she might not have made it home in time to see lori
1: yeah that's true also i was wondering why she got a gift for lori but i guess yet again it's only been 6 months i mean it's yep. the first christmas without her so that's right this,
0: this is the first christmas uh-huh. so this is and and quite honestly this gift is Incredibly thoughtful.
1: It is, especially for a chain smoking person. Oh my
0: goodness! It's a it's a an engraved lighter that says "Don't forget me." I mean, it, it is. It's accepting of Lori's lifestyle. It's not asking her to come home, and in fact, it's embracing it because it's a lighter.
1: Yeah, yeah, smoke on.
0: So she's not even saying. She's not even trying to invalidate what her, what her mother is doing or ask her to come home. She's just a, a very reasonable request. Don't forget me. I, and I just want to cry thinking about it. It's
1: that, that brought Jill up on the scale. It's like, oh, Jill. Oh,
0: oh seriously. It's Jill's so gone. good. And, of course, as they walk home, uh, Meg offers Lori to keep it a secret. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Lori tosses it in the sewer. And
1: then Lori went straight down on the toilet. I'm like, Lori. <laughs> yep. So the being, that was my, that straight my down. question. <laughs> yeah, right. how do you feel about Lori at that point? Not uh, good. I was like, "Lori, you terrible here." I was still riding the high of Jill, so that made yep. her even worse, crashing down. I'm like, "Lori, Lori, Lori, you are even worse than like who do I hate a lot in this show? Nora, you're even lower than Nora." Kurt, don't. <laughs> I'm joking. No one can be lower than Nora, but. Uh... Oh, God. <laughs> ah uh, uh, no Laura, No, Nora's good nora's
0: good Nora's good just but well, yeah we haven't, you haven't seen much of Nora like, yeah like she's gonna be amazing but anyway uh <laughs> yeah but but it's it's really it's it's heartbreaking to see to see her toss this letter and yet we know we just saw in the last episode that Lori sits in their backyard and swings exactly. out yeah.
1: well my, my, so yeah I thought about that my um, reading into it was because well, she's presenting the divorce paper, so she's trying to move on, and this lighter is, doesn't help her move on, really, so it's just she's trying to move on, wants to get the divorce, drop the lighter, you know, she's straight shot.
0: Yeah, so now, do for, you think that she wants the divorce, or do you think the guilty remnant is making her get a divorce?
1: I have no clue. I, I didn't even think about, I know um, Kevin talked about it, but I didn't think of it seriously. I just pre- thought it was Lori that was going <laughs> for it, maybe it's the guilty remnant. Uh, I, I just presumed it was just lori the one pushing it
0: yeah well you know it, it's interesting because I, this is this scene to me is is just the emotional heart of the episode and and really just devastating devastating and, and i but then i also think about jill walking in and, and seeing kevin just screaming at lori saying yeah. you say it to me say it to me yeah, if yeah. You like, and and i wonder if jill sees kevin as, as being part and parcel to causing this as being the reason for the, that her mother has left them um and, and i think there that tension is there later when kevin knocks on her door in mm-hmm. her bedroom uh well well, well
1: way. she knocks on his door and yeah. i'll tell you it's complicated tell me when it gets simple.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and, and really. So, so at that point, and we've skipped a scene, but we'll come back to that scene. I want to talk about this one. I think it fits really well right here. So, Jill, he tells Jill that it's complicated. Jill says, "Let me know when it gets simple." Where is your th- sympathy at that point? Are you feeling bad for Kevin? Or are you feeling bad for Jill? Who are you feeling bad for?
1: Feeling bad for Jill. Jill has gone all the sympathy points.
0: Really? Yes. No sympathy for Kevin here. No,
1: I do still. Bet. I feel bad for Kevin because I, I. I, I also hope that Jill does not blame Kevin. I've, I've said it before, and I you agree as well. I mean, you probably know. Kevin is like the champion of the family in the sense. That he He's the one that wants the family more than anyone else. Yep. And it, it would make me feel bad if uh, Jill disliked Kevin because she felt he was the w- reason why the family is not together. Though there's some validity to that, why the family might not be together because of Kevin, which will be
0: which we'll find out later exactly exactly so all right good so let's go back and and catch this scene that we skipped tommy goes back to the hospital why do we have to keep talking about tommy (laughs) this is this is the problem with this episode i think yeah i do not
1: care for the Tommy and, and
0: and there's a disproportionately high amount of tommy stuff in this episode so tommy goes back to the hospital with this bullseye on, on his head, which I don't know if you remember seeing it earlier, but there was this, I guess we, you call him a cult, with, with a bullseye
1: that in with the that hospital. Oh, so many cults.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, yes, I do remember,
0: yeah. I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to say um, that later in in the series, I don't remember exactly when, we find out that there is a new government, or not a new There is a government agency, right now we have a government agency uh, that's the the, the tobacco, uh, alcohol, and firearms. Mm
1: -hmm. Alcohol,
0: tobacco, and firearms, right? So (laughs) in The Leftovers, that agency adds cults to its list as
1: well. (laughs) So (laughs) totally a cult. Yeah, (laughs) so
0: it's alcohol, tobacco, firearms, and cults. Uh. (laughs) But anyway, uh, he's wearing this bullseye. We saw these bullseye people in the hospital. Earlier, when he was waiting with Christine, and you I'm sure you don't remember this, we saw the Bullseye people at the parade in episode one.
1: Oh, were they one of the people like part of the parade somewhere? The, they I, they I don't the, remember. The, they
0: places. were the ones smoking pot, and Kevin was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and like, <take laughs> no, I don't view. remember
1: this. Really.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's very it's it's, it's just a one off there. Oh, but we cool. have seen okay. these people before. So, um they're, I mean, they're not hugely important what i find very interesting about them is that as tommy is painting the bullseye on christine to get her out of there they seem to have reconciled by the way yeah. but as tommy is painting the bullseye on christine to get her out of there uh she says what is what is that and he says it makes you invisible
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it, isn't it amazing to think that this a target on your forehead makes you invisible
1: yeah I, I... That makes me feel kind like of idiot. I didn't think about the, the the juxtaposition or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Putting a bullseye <laughs> in your head, you're invisible now. No one's going to see.
0: But it's <laughs> true because as
1: soon as you had that bullseye, people just want to ignore you. Yeah, well, the one guy talked to him, oh, what happened to you? Know, oh, my dad abandoned me. That was also when Tom said his dad abandoned him as his excuse for being part of the cult, quote unquote. I was like, hmm. I don't know what happened to the old um marriage. Yeah between like why tom lost the father that yeah. i think he likes more than kevin we'll talk about that in a yeah. bit i guess
0: yeah i were you I, I i was a little bit amazed at how quickly tommy and christine seemed to kind of reconcile because they they were like at each other's throats before they were
1: you know time you know time away stresses
0: of them sure but, that, but you know Hour and a half a- apart, really. I
1: uh, I thought it was long. I thought it was like a- more than <laughs> a hour and a half. It like might have been, been long. I don't
0: know. I don't know. I'm gonna. I, I don't. I don't want to talk about Tommy anymore. Let's yeah, we're on. done. Okay, Tommy's <laughs> done
1: with the episode. Thank God.
0: Yeah, I will. I will say that with, regarding Tommy that the next scene we get is Kevin sleeping in Tommy's room, mm-hmm. right? And he finds this picture of Lori with Tommy's dad folded under underneath. Up behind, so,
1: yes, hidden away. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so we do see Tommy's dad at least. Oh, and And freaks Kevin. Mm. Then I don't know if if uh, you noticed, but most of Tommy's room is all packed up. It's not; he hasn't really spent time there because don't forget they just moved into uh, his father's old house recently. This is not where they were living when Tommy was there. So, Mm -hmm. anyway, okay, we can jump ahead as far as I'm concerned to the twins returning the baby. Unless you have no, that's
1: exactly where I want to go to. Yes.
0: Okay, so the twins return the baby. It's, oh, it's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> <They> get, <laughs> the one twin drops off the baby. Kevin opens the door, and catches him, yeah. and he tries to run away. And they it's try great. to drive off as fast as can. The car is moving, and it's not, and, and and Kevin obviously has seen them, and they're still. <laughs> they still feel like they need to get away. It's terrible, it's getting away.
1: hysterical. This reminds me of a like the, with terrible friends to leave him for gone. This reminds me. Of, quick like my own little story I remember doing a Rotary Club play and part of stage crew I won't name the other person with me I'll just call them I don't know Brian another person with me and we had to hang up its stage crew so lights go dark we're supposed to change the set and then lights back on actors act so we're out there we have to put this kind of like this sign we have to like pin it with the needle with like four needles to like the curtain in the back I, forget, I forgot even what it was all I remember is we're doing this, and the light guy in the back messed up, Turn the lights too soon, so we're still trying to pin the sign in the back. <laughs> and my partner in crime, Brian, just bolts. He the second the lights go on, he bolts. He didn't even hang his thing all the way, so he just drooped. I, I was finishing up. mine. <laughs> the second the lights go on, bolts away. And I'm just stuck there, like out in the middle, trying to hang the sign up. I honestly I, I can't remember. What, I can't remember if I took the sign and left or if I kept putting it up. I can't remember what I did now because it's been like four years i'm sure i'm sure he'll remember if i ask him about it but i remember that that's what that reminded me of just your friends just leaving you hu- when, when the going gets too rough and your friends just leave you hung dry <laughs> like
0: oh yeah those are not. the best friends to have apparently yeah.
1: <laughs> so, that's what that reminded me of just hung to dry that's, funny. that's
0: really funny but this is, I, I i like the comedic value of the scene and then kevin like I, it seems like there's. he's very proud of the fact that he found the baby Jesus.
1: Yeah, he's, he's like, I've done good work.
0: It yeah, doesn't he turn around and say <laughs> to Jill, you. I found the baby Jesus. <laughs> so, what do, exactly, actually, this might be important. Do you remember exactly what he says? Does he say, look what I found, or I found the baby Jesus?
1: No, I can't. I don't remember exactly what he said verbatim. Okay, I might have to go back and check that out,
0: but Anyway.
1: Oh, I forgot we we're supposed to talk about Tom.
0: I know, my <laughs> God. Uh-huh. One more, one more scene of Tom and Christine. Uh, they're on the bus. Christine is talking with this guy on the bus, yeah, and it's, uh, it's Tommy's Tom, yeah, another Tom, exactly. Tom, and Tom is, uh, Tommy is is uh, looking a little annoyed that she's talking with somebody uh, about. Uh, he doesn't know what she's talking about, but anyway. Bus stops. Why we don't know. They get out, they're walking around. There's a trailer tipped over, and what looks like bodies strewn about Mm -hmm. the road. Uh, they're not bodies,
1: exactly.
0: They are are the loved ones' bereavement figures, all wrapped in white.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Turns around and says to Tommy, This is just like the dream that the naked man's dream had her walking among the dead, dressed in white, or all the dead dressed in white. Yep, so uh. You know, is is the guy a prophet or is the or is this another coincidence and and we have to ask ourselves this over and over again is this uh intervention divine intervention or is this coincidence and so at a certain point it it becomes really difficult to say everything's coincidence
1: i mean this one i think is something magical whether it be wayne's baby or something because of the wayne aura or I, it's I something to do with Wayne to me. But.
0: So it's interesting that you, you talk about Wayne's baby. So because I think this is as good a time as any to talk, to go back and talk about that title uh, because the title of the episode is BJ and the AC. Uh-huh. And have you, as we've talked, have you been able to come up with anything that those no, might. I have no up- clue okay. at all. So it's, it's not entirely clear, but the way that this is most commonly interpreted is BJ is baby Jesus.
1: okay
0: Okay. so that would mean that the ac is the antichrist okay okay so baby jesus and the antichrist if you think about it that way now earlier in the episode we had naked man pointing at christine and saying i know what's inside you
1: the antichrist
0: (laughs) Uh, so (laughs) so i think that might be the implication here
1: i was expecting that one
0: (laughs) No, I know. And and I don't think I I don't think you need to get too hung up on that. Yeah, not, <laughs> this is not gonna turn into omen or anything like that. So um which is an old movie that you probably have never even heard of. But no, I've heard of it. Oh, okay. Guy yep. lied. I just, yeah. Sorry. Well now I don't know when you're lying. <laughs>
1: I've not <laughs> heard of omen. Never, never anyway, never. I don't want to
0: talk about Tommy Christine anymore. Not, yes. A- i so, thought we were
1: done before <laughs> I it. yeah i know me
0: too all right so uh all right so kevin uh the only good thing to come out of this fact that kevin shows up at this dance with this baby is that on the way out he gets to talk to nora at the lockers right mm-hmm. and I, I love love this scene uh what do you think of this scene
1: it's a pretty good scene like i don't love it but you know above average good okay scene.
0: Well, I want you to kind of tuck this scene into your memory because this, this scene is kind of important. Um, But, and I, and I think it's really good, but uh, Kevin does eventually recognize that this is Nora. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's pretty striking because you are of the opinion that Nora attention grabs. Yes, like totally. she, she, the, the, she she is always looking for the attention. She, she
1: brings up her husband again. Always brings up the husband.
0: Well, hold on, though. Because <laughs> Alright. So She's she, she
1: trying to forget it. She's talking about it. Granted, she it she says
0: head. that, you know, that was my husband's locker. He cheated uh, on me, did you know? Well, <laughs> hold, hold on. Come on. Cut her some slack. She lost her whole family and then found out her husband was cheating on her. That's so, exactly what she wants. I know. Alright. So, uh, by the way, I I love that that you're arguing that point and and I, and I I want you to keep arguing that point as long as you feel like you can. Uh, Because I I think that there, I don't think that you're entirely wrong, but I don't think I'm entirely wrong either. So, (laughs) so, but she, she says, you know, this was my husband's locker took him however long we were there to, to finally talk to me and ask me out. Um, And then Kevin recognizes her. Right. Mm-hmm. And then says, oh, oh I'm, and, and he says, I, I'm so sorry for your loss. Right. He he doesn't. He doesn't walk on eggshells. He doesn't beat around the bush. He just says, I'm I'm really sorry about what happened to you. And th- this is something we haven't really seen. Uh, people do with Nora, they've just kind of gotten out of her way out of her way and let her do whatever she wants to do without addressing this you know the, the guy in the cafe after she intentionally drops the coffee cup you know, says oh i'm sorry mrs durst i'll get you a new one or, or whatever it is that he says you know the the mayor when asked what she's going to speak about says whatever she wants right kevin doesn't do that he directly gets to the point and says i'm really sorry about what happened to you uh, and i think that that catches nora's attention because as soon as he does that she spills to him that Doug was cheating on her, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then Kevin, rather than say, oh my God, I'm so sorry, that's so terrible. He says what you would never expect yeah, him to say. What that's a terrible response. He's, he says, I, I cheated on my wife. Yeah. And Nora just wants to know why. And he says, Is there a good answer to that question? And to which she responds, I think I just heard it. So, do you, you still think that she's grabbing for his attention here? I mean, I'm still vying
1: for that theory. I'll, I'll fight okay. with it, whether or not I believe in it.
0: Because I think that she is excited here by Kevin's direct addressing of the circumstances. He directly addresses, the, this, I'm really sorry for your loss, the, the sympathy. He directly addresses, you know, I cheated on my wife. And then he directly says, there's no good reason why I cheated on my wife. It's, it's, it's not, it's inexcusable.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So I think that there's something to that, that these things that she's just not used to getting, she's not used to getting this level of sincerity, honesty, directness, the people that she talks to just tell her whatever they think she wants to hear.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You know, and this guy just, just spilled that like yeah. <laughs> he, he cheated on his wife <laughs> after she was just saying how she was cheated on i mean th- that's that's incredible so uh i i love this scene for that reason it's the first interaction with nora that we get uh, i maybe matt's interaction last week but that was very self-serving uh for for matt mm-hmm. uh so i'm not even considering that one but the other interactions we've seen with nora that it's just very uh very what, what do you want to hear i'm going to tell you that so and kevin doesn't do that so but the what do you think about these two meeting do you think it's a, it's something that uh you enjoyed seeing or that you don't really care if these two ever interact again
1: no i, th- I think they have good like back and forth i
0: enjoyed it yeah i think they have great chemistry so <laughs> and they're both very attractive people so anyway. yeah i, I have a, a i have a severe crush on carrie cohen
1: <laughs>
0: the actress who plays uh nora so <laughs> you uh, you would never have guessed right
1: no, yeah, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway anything else you want to say about this locker scene
1: no nothing, yeah no nothing really
0: okay because the next thing we get is the, the guilty remnant showing up uh
1: um,
0: they're they're at the briar patch uh and but they're not quite close enough to arrest but kevin says it's their word against ours exactly which i find so funny. it's hysterical because they don't talk so, so that's pretty cool uh but do you have a problem with kevin arresting them
1: yeah, i really think because Technically, they're not breaking the law, but you know they're they're skirting as ever close as they can <laughs> to not trespassing. So, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I don't know the legality. Can you just stand? Up? So, I think you can, right? Uh, well, that, I think that whatever. Clearly, clearly, I think uh, what's a Kevin's breaking the law here, but you know. Oh yeah, I'm pro. I, I'm, so... pro I'm pro Kevin now in terms of this. Yeah, but I, I, I do, do have a fix. little bit
0: of a problem with him making these arrests when they weren't actually on school property but uh it doesn't end up being a huge plot point the the big plot point here is patty's smug smile
1: yeah because this she's playing 40 chess right she's she knew this, this would happen and the, the gr meanwhile is breaking into homes and just taking everyone's vote which is can you imagine anything creepier yeah what the like I want to see the
0: fall. I'm, I'm excited for the next episode in terms of just the fallout of this. Yeah, you you Come get on. you wake up or you get home and everything's fine in your house except your photos are missing. How creepy does it get? And they, by the way, they did take Nora's family photo. I don't know if you saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I was
1: wondering. If this is like a nationwide thing, like all the GR around the world are trying to do this, or is it's just a local chapter? I'm curious. Maybe that will be addressed. Maybe it will. Well, I'm assuming it's probably a local chapter. This seems a really hard thing to do nationwide, <laughs> but I don't know.
0: That's interesting. Interesting point, though. But yeah, do you? So, any idea? So, what, what do you think their motivations are for stealing these photos?
1: Why are you ask me? I don't know their motivations. I don't know why they bought that church. I don't know their motivations. I don't know why this. Maybe just to make people angry more. I don't know.
0: Okay. I mean, my my initial reaction when I saw that was, again, a simulation of the departure. These people have departed and now their photos are gone.
1: Oh, fair enough. Yeah.
0: You know, uh, so it it is, I mean, could it even be traced to them? Who knows? Except I think Kevin does know because he says, where are the rest of them? Yeah. So (laughs) again, Kevin being a really good cop and just figuring it out right there on the spot. But he doesn't quite make the mark there. He's...
1: A little you know they're getting away with it.
0: yeah well he doesn't know what they're doing but he recognizes mm-hmm. that he doesn't have everybody yeah so and then uh two more scenes we get uh laurie going back for the lighter so mm-hmm. does, does laurie gain back up, some... up to, uh,
1: above jill even high on the above table. jill above oh yeah that, so that's why did goes... you throw the lighter in there in the first place just so megan does you know you don't want the fewer people that know the better you know you don't want Listen, Meg. She sounds like a nice girl and all, but now you barely know her. If you're Laura, you don't. You know, she's new blood. You you don't know what she's gonna do. So, that's throw it in point. there. That way, no one except you knows. You don't even need Meg's silence. In fact, Meg will say the other thing. I saw her dump it. Better.
0: This is a good answer, Kurt. I'm proud of you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, you. I think you nailed it. So that's 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 really good. Oh, so. thank you. <laughs> And then the only other scene we get is is Matt, uh, Matt's token appearance replacing the baby, uh, so that yeah, it's okay. the, the central figure of this episode, this doll, this baby Jesus doll,
1: is completely
0: unnecessary because Matt has replaced it with this much better.
1: I know. representation. It's, it's like an a, actual one. I just look a baby doll. It looks like an actual made for this. And, and so then Jesus.
0: Kevin. On his way home, just throws the baby <laughs> out of the window.
1: Thank God for that truck, though. I forgot about that? That guy, that gave him the truck.
0: Yeah, you yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, Very good, guy. Very good guy. Yeah. All right, so how are you feeling about this episode? What, what are you? What rating are you giving it?
1: Yeah, we forgot to give our ratings in the beginning. We, we did, we forget. Know. <laughs> we did
0: oh, well. forget. Uh, six point five. Okay, oh, scale. Yeah. which is above average, like significantly above average. Actually, Not significantly.
1: That's, that's the lowest one yet.
0: But, okay, well, fair enough. I mean, I I agree it's probably the lowest one yet. I gave I gave it a 9 because I don't go lower than a 9 in <laughs> the leftovers. So. Look, this this would have been way
1: higher if there was no Tom scenes, but the time. Oh, really without doubt.
0: Without without question. They, they, they really drag it down, but <sighs> Yeah, no. I, I was not digging the Tom scenes got it gotcha uh so anyway i i think that we can wrap up there unless there's anything you want to add about the about the episode
1: no 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 i think that's, i think we covered everything pretty good All right, n-
0: next episode uh, is going to be episode five season one episode five it's called gladys do you know who gladys is right now by the way no glados what does that mean you ever play portal <laughs> don't worry about it. it's a okay. video game character I, I, yeah okay (laughs) in the leftovers do you know who gladys is no okay there there was one instance where you might have caught it but okay leave me in the dark (laughs) i only caught it because i know to look for it okay Okay. keep me in the dark then yeah so that's all we got um you can email us at showhoppers podcast at gmail.com did i get that right kurt yeah yeah that's right Okay, we are up on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and most other places that you can find podcasts. So uh, keep us keep uh, keep healthy and safe, and hopefully you'll we'll we'll see you next week. Well, we won't see you. Hopefully, you will hear from us. Hopefully, you'll hear as we discuss. <laughs> if we see you, we have a problem. Yes. <laughs> uh we, we will uh, be back to discuss episode 5 Gladys.